0: Love, talk Radio Urban Glory Radio Simply glorious In spreading the gospel to the world We have designed a streaming radio broadcast For every believer This word, worship, and witness-filled broadcast Streams live every week Access episodes on demand 24 hours a day Subscribe to our iTunes podcast And take UDR wherever you go Visit us online at urbanglorycampaigns.webs.com. Also, find us at twitter.com backslash urban underscore glory and like us on Facebook. Enjoy today's broadcast. Good evening. Thank you for listening to the broadcast tonight. This is the Urban Glory Radio where I'm your host, Reverend Levon Breeland. Thank you for listening. And we're going to be discussing our continual theme of things, the overcoming way, and we're still on volume six, I believe, and we're talking about the overcoming mandate, reviewing what we've talked about in months past. And then, also bringing into um a season of faith, an era of faith where we indulge into the wisdom pertaining to faith, so as we look to the Word of God today, we're going to surmise this- series on overcoming mandate, and then we're going to get into and hopefully introduce the new series in the month um, in the coming months on. Um, Overcoming by faith in the Operation of God so I definitely want You to tune in let's pray And not delay father we thank you and praise You for this day knowing that this is the Day that you have made we rejoice and are glad We do thank you for another opportunity to worship you In spirit and in truth it is the authority Of your word that gives me confidence To make boldly known the mysteries of the Gospel of Lord Jesus Christ I do lean to Depend on the Holy Spirit as educator And God giving me clear articulation of Speech and deliberation of thought Holy Spirit I say have your way do what only you can do Anoint the people's ears to hear what the spirit has to say to the church And Father in everything that shall be accomplished and revealed You be glorified For it is in the name of Jesus that we do praise you And give you glory in Jesus name Amen we have been discussing the overcoming way and it has been our affirmation and pursuit to know God more intimately so we can serve him more faithfully awakening core values that establishes our convictions on the advantages that we have as a result of overcoming through Jesus Christ in the overcoming way and so we what we've done is answer things systematically establishing God's word as final authority and this has Produced in us a volume of study of through overcoming the sin overcoming the world, and overcoming by faith, and we all do that through the lens of our theology, our God logic, as a result of us acquainting ourselves with the presence, the power, and the person of God. We have come out with thoughts that particularly focuses us and funnels the, um, causes us to function in line with his will. And that's really what our theology is. It's a functional uh, discipline involving the reflection on faith and belief in the life of a Christian as its advantages and the importance of establishing those convictions as commandments and character characteristics around the discovered reflections that we've received from the presence of God. It is the God logic. And so I want to review just our theology in this last portion um, by, by really giving us principles and strategies to live by. Answering one particular question, what does overcoming demand? Because, see, first we have to embrace it as a theology, we have to say, listen, God's plan, God's mind is revealed in, in him embedding in us. You get what I'm saying? In, in him awakening in us the need to experience this overcoming uh, um, uh, sensation that we have in our hearts. Now let's go to uh, Romans 8. Amen. And let's just give a little foundation of the word today, um, but it's a simple outline, and so I'm kind of slowing down a little bit just for the sake of review and highlight, but you got to give this in your DNA, and everything that involves theology and the overcoming re- resolves a logic, a sequence, a, a set of, of of standards that can be proven over and over and over again that's what you need. You need you need something where uh that that is at work within you that can spark this revolution called overcoming. So we're not just singing we shall overcome. We shall overcome someday. But we will change our song to we have overcome. We have overcome by faith. Amen. And so you know I was trying to sing but I just wanted to make certain that we have uh, an excitement and a zeal about overcoming this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith first john five four and so uh it is our pursuit to really embody. These these core principles that awaken this advantage that we have, and you have to see overcoming as a, a set advantage that you have over the world, a set advantage that causes you to succeed over sin, a set example that it, it causes you to live by faith and, and not by sight. And these things um, are, are embedded in, in the reality of who we are, what we have, And what we can do. And we must always remind ourselves of who we are, what we have, and what we can do. The scripture lets us know that I reckon that the present sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed. Not on us, not with us, but in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willing, but by reason of him who hath subjugated subjugated of the same in hope. Because the creature itself shall be delivered from the bondage of the corruption of the glorious liberty of the children of God. As a result of us knowing who we are. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which are the first fruits of the Spirit. Even ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to whip the redemption of our body. It says, we are saved by hope, for hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why does he yet hope for? But we hope for that which we see not; then do we, with patience, wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth us, our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. For the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groanings and with um. That which cannot be uttered and he that searcheth the hearts door the mind of the spirit because it maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. This is the plan of God and the power of God and the person of God at work and we know that all things work together for them. For the good of them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose, for whom He did foreknew, He did predestinate to be conformed into the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among the brethren. See, th- see, this passage is letting us know that there's a work with us it more us. Moreover, whom he did to predestinate to them he also called, and whom he called he also justified, and those whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we say to these things if God be for us? Who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how much um, um how shall he not also freely give us all things? Who will lay anything against God's elect? It is God that justifies. Who is He that condemneth? Is it is it Christ that died? Yea, rather, He, um, yea, rather that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God, who maketh intercession for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or darkness? Or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword, as it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long; we are accounted as sheep with, for for the slaughter. Nay, no, in all these things we are more than. What are we? More than conquerors through Him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Our Lord, we have a consolation, we have a blessed assurance that Christ in us, knowing who we are, what we have. What do who are we? We are made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. What do we have? We've been given all things that pertain to life and godliness in um um in Christ Jesus. Now let's go to Ephesians and. And and read these scriptures, and these are just some foundation scriptures, Romans 8 um, was one of them, but let's go to the Church of Ephesus. And of course, uh, and I'll tell you, just to give you a hint in the next series, we're going to begin in Colossus, and You know, when he wrote to the Col- Church of Colossae, was also parallel, you can parallel that with the Church of Ephesus, because he was in Rome at the time, in prison, writing both of those uh, letters to the church. Uh, they, they both have a passionate parallel effect uh, of the pre- preeminence of Christ and the purpose of Christ's coming, and also... The, 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 the prescribed order of how we thrive with our new life in Christ. It is our new creation reality manifested and depicted to us in the scriptures. Those scriptures uh, that, that help us have confidence in God, that characterizes our faith, that enables us to move, live, and have our being in Christ. And so, if it, the Bible says, "If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. We are more than conquerors." So, so this is what the theology builds itself on. All of these inherited promises and blessings that we have through the Lord Jesus awakens in us a revolution within our souls, within our bodies, within our circumstances. And we approach everything by the power that makes us triumphant in Christ. Amen. And so the Bible says in Ephesians 1, 3, it said, Blessed be the God and our Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us according to the adoption of his children by Jesus Christ to himself according to his good pleasures of his will to a praise and glory of his grace wherein he hath made us accepted and beloved. God loves us. He accepts us. He transforms us. He completes us in whom we have redemption through his blood. This is the Lord Jesus. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence having made known the mysteries of his will according to his good pleasures which he purposed within himself that he in the dispensation of the fullness of time might gather all in one all things in Christ both which are in heaven and that which is on the earth, even in him. This is an inward work. This is an inward stability that is fortified by the Holy Spirit that enables us to live confidently knowing who we are. And the scripture goes, uh, in whom ye also have trusted after ye have heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom after ye believe ye were sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise, which is of the earnest inheritance unto the redemption, which is purchased as the purchase possession unto the praise and glory wherefore also after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus this is your faith you've been blessed you've been endowed you've been empowered you know who you are you know what you have you know what you can do this is your faith this is what the scripture says he says in love cease not to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers that the God in our, of our Lord Jesus Christ and Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him that the eyes of your understanding might be enlightened that you might know the hope of his will to his calling and the riches of his glory of the inheritance in the saints. This is an inward work. This is an inward stability. This is an internal uh, rejuvenation that is re- that's resurrecting us into the reality of our redemption, into the reality of our righteousness, into the reality of our reconciliation with God. And if you don't have this as your logic, and if you don't have this as your life pattern, then you're going to miss out on experiencing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. But see, overcoming demands some things. It's a mandate within us to say that the greater is he that's within us than he that's within the world. It's a mandate to say that to live is Christ and to die is gain. That I no longer live, but the life that I live, I live now by the faith of the Son of God. It is an overcoming to, to a mandate that says let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus who thought it not robbery to be equal with God but make himself of no reputation taking on the form and the fashion of a man he humbled himself and therefore God so highly exalted him. What did he have? He had a God consciousness. He had a, he had a commitment to serve. He had a character of obedience. He had credibility through his words. These same traits reside on the inside of us. This is what he has blessed us with. He has blessed us to do all things. He has blessed us to attain the will of God. He has blessed us to connect with things above where he is seated so that we can experience the goodness of the Lord and the grace and the power and the favor and the endowment of God to achieve God's best on the earth. But if you sit there passive and not ex- and not expect God to do things for you, this mandate will be a manipulation. People will try to su- take you out of your liberty that you found in Christ. They will try to take you out of what God has promised you and present an alternative which God has not ordained for you. But if you hear his voice today, harden not your heart. Know who you are. Know what you have. And know what you can do and see it is in these texts that we learn these famous scriptures that we so read so religiously that we 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 miss out on the potentiality that God has. Now let's go over to Galatians let's go over to Galatians and 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 fortify these things because we need to know that we must stand fast in chapter 5 of Galatians in the liberty where Christ has made us free and not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage because he says I say unto you that if ye be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. This is not just for a ritual. For I testify again to every man that is circumcised, that he is a debtor to, to do the whole law. Christ has become of no effect to you. Whosoever are justified by the law, ye are fallen for grace. For we through the Spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. For, G, for in Jesus Christ neither is circumcision avail of anything for uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. So in other words, when we talk about engaging into overcoming by faith, we are experiencing this principle of faith working by love. This is how the, the overcoming way takes full effect. The love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, that we can do these things, that we can achieve who we are, what we have, and what we can do. But we, we, we got to get out of theory into practice. Now, logic demands that there are there are a sequence of thoughts that provoke us to act, and it's not until we act that we experience the, the the effects of of what is logical. So when we put co on that, we say God dictates what is the pattern in which we should act. It is the God logic it is the god mandate so we seek first the kingdom of god matthew 633 and his righteousness we focus on what he did to achieve what what is right before god and then we modify and identify ourselves according to that righteousness now the scripture goes on to say listen it says ye did one realm who did hinder verse 7 in chapter 5 uh who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? This persuasion cometh not from him that calleth you. A little leaven. See, little inserts to your belief system, little modifications that have nothing to do with the overall situation to the plan of God's liberty and God's freedom and God's power and God's force that he's embedded into you. This is what spoils the whole lump. I have confidence in you through the Lord that ye will be none otherwise minded. Why? Because these things take place in your mind. Your mindset, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is it. You are what you think. Your life state is your heart state. And as a man thinketh in his heart, so is it. Your reality is as a result of of the guarding of your heart. And that's why when Jesus said about understanding the mysteries and giving to know the kingdom, Of God, these principles cannot be conveyed with a heart that is not conditioned to receive. That's why when Nicodemus came unto him and he said, you got to be born again, and Nicodemus went to the natural perspective. He could not perceive the kingdom of God and the word of God which was within him. And being born again was really engaging into the Holy Spirit, not just being educationally stimulated by by erroneous forces that don't really enlighten you to the transforming and the transfiguring power of God. See, you can have a form of godliness, but deny the power, and the kingdom of God is not in word, but it's in power. God wants you as a believer to have this mandate so that that you are ordained to overcome, that it will thrust a concentration, it will thrust a consideration, it will thrust a commentary and a and a conversation that converts you. Completely and fully, and, and and engage you into who Christ is and what He has guaranteed that you will receive if you if you allow this liberty to be found in you. I have confidence in you through the Lord that you will be none otherwise minded. But he that troubles in you shall bear judgment, whosoever he be. And I, brethren, yet, if yet I preach circumcision, why do I not yet suffer persecution? Then is the offense of the cross cease. I would they even were cut off which trouble you. For brethren ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not your liberty as an occasion to the flesh but by love. Glory to God. Serve one another for all the law is fulfilled in one word. Even this thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And if ye bite and devour one another, take heed that ye be not consumed with one another. Now the scripture talks about the the works of the flesh and it goes into what they are. And it says that the resolve is the fruit of the spirit. But then it always talks about overcoming uh, will really thrive when we're not allowing our brother to be overtaken. And that's why it says in chapter 6, brethren, if any man be overtaken in fault, ye which are spiritual, restore as one that of the Spirit with meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burden, so fulfill the law of of Christ. If any man think of himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself, but let every man prove his own work, and then he shall have rejoicing in him alone, not in, in another. For every man shall bear his own burden. Let him that is taught in word communicate um, unto him that teacheth in all good things. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever